Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 101 I will sing of loyalty and of justice to you, O Lord. I will sing. I will study the way that is blameless. When shall I attain it? I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes anything that is base. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. Perverseness of heart shall not be, shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. One who secretly slanders a neighbor, I will destroy. A haughty look and an arrogant heart I will not tolerate. I will look with favor on the faithful in the land, so that they may live with me. Whoever walks in the way that is blameless shall minister to me. No one who practices deceit shall remain in my house. No one who utters lies shall continue in my presence. Morning by morning I will destroy all the wicked in the land, cutting off all evildoers from the city of the Lord. 2 Kings chapter 18, verses 9 through 18. In the fourth year of King Hezekiah, which was the seventh year of King Hoshea, son of Elah of Israel, King Shalmaneser of Assyria came up against Samaria, besieged it, and at the end of three years took it. In the sixth year of Hezekiah, which was the ninth year of King Hoshea of Israel, Samaria was taken. The king of Assyria carried the Israelites away to Assyria, settled them in Halah, on the Habor, the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes. Because they did not obey the voice of the Lord their God, but transgressed his covenant, all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded, they neither listened nor obeyed. In the fourteenth year of King Hezekiah, King Sennacherib of Assyria came up against all the fortified cities of Judah and captured them. King Hezekiah of Judah sent to the king of Assyria, Lanish, saying, I have done wrong. Withdraw from me. Whatever you impose on me, I will bear. The king of Assyria demanded of King Hezekiah of Judah 300 talents of silver and 30 talents of gold. Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was in the house of the Lord and the treasuries of the king's house. At that time, Hezekiah stripped the gold from the doors of the temple of the Lord and from the doorpost that King Hezekiah of Judah had overlaid and gave to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria sent the tartan the Reb Sari and the Reb Shekah with a great army from Lashish to King Hezekiah at Jerusalem. They went up and came to Jerusalem. When they arrived, they came and stood by the conduit of the upper pool, which is on the highway to the fuller's field. When they called for the king, there came out to Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, who was in charge of the palace, and Shebna, the secretary, and Joah, son of Asaph, the recorder. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 through 16. If you put these instructions before the brothers and sisters, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, nourished on the words of the faith and of the sound teaching that you have followed. Have nothing to do with profane myths and old wives' tales. Train yourself in godliness, for while physical training is of some value, 
Godliness is valuable in every way, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. The saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance. For to this end we toil and struggle because we have our hope set on the living God, who is the Savior of all people, especially of those who believe. These are the things you must insist on and teach. Let no one despise your youth, but set the believers an example in speech and conduct, in love and faith and purity. Until I arrive, give attention to the public reading of Scripture, to exhorting, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you through prophecy with the laying on of hands by the council of elders. Put these things into practice. Devote yourself to them so that all may see your progress. Pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. Continue in these things, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Good morning and welcome to the 14th Tuesday after Pentecost. This morning's readings after Psalm 101, we have uh, another reading from 2 Kings and a reading from 1 Timothy. Uh, just like yesterday, but slightly different passages for Timothy and Kings. Um, and the the theme here is really subtle, but I think it uh, relates to humility, which I've kind of been going off on lately. Um, and the passage from Second Kings has this just narrative story about um, Hezekiah and the capture of Jerusalem by the um, by the Assyrians. Uh, King Sennacherib of Assyria. Um, and when Hezekiah sees this, and Hezekiah is one of the like handful of kings that is um, pretty um, uniformly praised in the Bible. Hezekiah, David, and um, Josiah are the, are the three big ones. David, of course, kind of stands head and shoulders above the rest. But Josiah and Hezekiah are both uh, considered to have done the right things. And one of those is when he sees, when Hezekiah sees Assyria assembling for war and he knows he's not going to be able to conquer them, and the other uh, tribe um, is Samaria. Um, he sees that Samaria has been taken off by the Assyrians and he doesn't stand a chance. And he has two basic options, and that's fight, or uh, give up. And he knows that fighting is not going to be successful. It's going to sacrifice a lot of lives. And at least in this account, there's no instruction from God as to what to do. And so Hezekiah, um, instead of you know throwing up his defenses and getting ready for war, he says, I've done wrong. Uh, go away, and whatever you impose on us, I will bear text as me, but I mean, he's a king, so he knows he's speaking for his people. And so the king of Syria demands basically a tribute of gold and silver. Um, no blood is shed, uh, but because of the demand, he has to take some of this gold and silver from the temple. And um, again, God doesn't object, God doesn't intervene, the prophets don't have anything to say in this selection uh, for this morning. And so it seems like this is, you know, this is this happening. It's, you know, he's doing the best with what he's got. And uh, nobody dies. And um, it's humiliating. But he saved uh, 
perhaps his economy, certainly many of the lives of his people, um, even though he sacrificed his pride. In a letter to Timothy, this seems connected um, fighting. There's the same um, letter that talks about fight the good fight of the faith. And um, that fight includes training yourself in godliness. Um, Yeah, physical training is great, Paul says, uh, but what really you should be training for is not this life, but the life to come. Um, And so Paul gives Timothy some instruction on how to live this good life. And the point of this, in in the last verse he says, pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. Continue in these things, for in doing so you will save both yourself and your hearers. Um, And so the the passage from Kings is about saving his, his people and himself, um, trying to do the best with what you've got, uh, making sure that the interests and the lives of others are taken to, into consideration. And this um, passage in First uh, Timothy is similar. It's, an, it's again about, you know, think of others, uh, don't do things because they benefit you necessarily. Um, do things because they benefit others, because they secure your own eternal salvation and the life to come. Um, if there's a theme outside just, you know, kind of humility, it's also, uh, you know, you have to trust that, um, that what you don't, you know, what you don't see or know, you have to take actions um, you have to gamble, I suppose. You have to invest. You have to put something into um, your future safety and well-being, even if you can't see it right now. Um, and Paul is over and over again talking about, um, you know, not just in this letter, but in most of his teachings about you know the life to come and and what it means to be a, a member of the body of Christ, Christ's sacrifice on the cross. Um, and how to live in such a way so as to secure, to, to break into this world, um, the heavenly hereafter that one day we'll see unfold. But for now, we can only hope to, to glimpse through um, doing these things that make Christ and make heaven and God present in our own life and in the, in the world today. Um, but we won't know. It's a leap of faith. Um, it will take... Um, you know, no, no lack of humility and and faith to to take that leap and to um, to do the things now, even if we can't fully know and be certain of of what is to come. Proper eighteen from the Book of Common Prayer. Grant us, O Lord to trust in you with all our hearts. For as you always resist the proud who confide in their own strength, so you never forsake those who make their boast of your mercy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation where PewPewHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, 
I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor Morning Prayer for Pew Pew People with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.